This is the Sounding Board Podcast with Hachi and Damo. Thanks to Drinkwise. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to Drinkwise. It's question time on the Sounding Board for Drinkwise. If you're choosing to drink, choose to Drinkwise. We'll start with Danny May on X, and we've got a lot of questions relating to this particular topic. Channel 10 has had a nightmare with this Derby Day coverage. Is it possible the director or studio had little knowledge of how a race meeting even operates? Danny, we can't answer it. We're talking on the, the Monday before Carp, and we haven't. neither of us have seen the Saturday coverage of Derby Day. We acknowledge that you and dozens of others have hit questions up like yours, but we just aren't able to comment on it. But I just wanted to read it out as a question because we're not um, ignoring it. We just can't answer it ourselves. We will answer that type of uh, issue next week once we do see it ourselves. John Malici on email. Was Peter Bell's sideways move at Fremantle a result of the recent player exits and his relationship with player agents? What's the best sideways move you've seen in any industry? Uh, John, look, I, there's a couple of ways to read the Peter Bell Announcement, And again, if you haven't heard it, just go back and have a look at what the, the Dockers are, are offering on their own social media platforms. You could look at it as a um, just a, a different way of doing business. It hasn't been a good couple of years for the, for the Dockers. I, I don't sheet at home to Peter Bell, but the exits of some key players have not helped the club at a time when they're, they're, they should be in a, in a nice little premiership winning phase. Or, sorry, premiership winning shaping phase. Yep. So... Yeah, I, I'm not reading too much into it, though, John. I think it's just clubs trying to do things differently. I read it as a sideways move. Okay. Yeah. It's the only way I can read it. And and I have huge regard for Frio and its people, but I, putting the word special projects in that title was the wrong... Yeah, you can't use that phrase. ...was it was an own goal. You could have called it anything other than putting that at the back end of the sentence. just creates... Um, well, it just creates the conjecture that's happened. So... It felt like they wanted to make a hard call on footy based upon the success they hadn't yet had and the challenges they've had, and but they didn't want to lose a quality person, so they're inventing a role in essence to try and serve both needs. But the role it never works, is it? it if you do it, it really works. Yep. And, and the role, uh, far better for me. I'm challenged. I, I battle with the same things as a leader business, but. Um, special projects does not belong in anyone's job. <laughs> no. Nick Decembre, Facebook. Do the six final F1 races in the UAE, USA and South America dilute the European audience or is it a masterstroke in building the audience outside of traditional markets? I'm a grower, Nick, so I like the growth and building the product. In, if you're going to be a global product, you've got to take the product around the world. So. Where's the Vegas one on? That's coming up, isn't it? Very soon. It's yeah. the hottest ticket I've ever I'm going to be making sure I watch that. Just because yeah. I want to see them race down those streets. Yeah. Hottest yeah. ticket I can ever remember. Oh, really? Yep. Really? Never seen a hotter market for a ticket than that. Vegas has become the sporting capital of the world. Yeah. They've been bold enough to go and get it. Yeah. The Raiders, obviously, being based there. Super Bowl yep. this season. The hockey won the championship, didn't they? And the WNBA, the Aces. Is that right as well? I think the Vegas Aces were the... Vegas-based team? I think I'm right. Good team. momentum. Yeah. Uh, Sean on X. Do you think Racing New South Wales and Racing Victoria will ever agree on anything? There needs to be a decent TAB picnic circuit during the spring and autumn carnivals. Um, no, Sean, they won't. It's too far gone. The com- competition's now just uh, cannibalising itself. And unfortunately, New South Wales is more creative than Victoria. And I say unfortunately because I'm based in Victoria. Is that, is that that's oil, my view, oil and water they are. Yep. Yeah. E-wing fighter pilot on X. Thoughts on how the mid-season trade period could work off the back of the NFL trade period deadline expiring last week. It'll be complicated. AFL always makes things complicated. 
they won't trust the clubs not to throw away their futures, will they? With certain draft transaction or draft pick numbers transaction yeah. for talent. I'd make it a free-for-all. So, so would I. Thursday morning open, Monday night what expire. Round? round what? No footy that weekend. Just absolutely have a five-day trade fest in the middle of the season. Have, a, have an organic break. Bring five the, days. Bring the season forward. And what uh, so, what round? I bet, I bet the end of, end of June, start of July. Is that too late? What round would that be? I haven't even thought Just through. Just trying to work yeah. it out. Mate, well, that, that, that would be, forward, would, that would be two-thirds of the yeah. way through. So that's, yeah. that's probably too late, isn't it? It's probably uh, – well, what you could do is do – you could start at – say Queen's birthday, which is the, about the 11th or 12th of June around there normally, somewhere around there. You could, you could have one game that weekend, which is the Melbourne Collingwood signature, maybe two, and the Sunday night game before. And so – So you've nearly pushed the season out to the Carlton Essendon Sunday, weeks. Melbourne Collingwood Monday, and then you have the trade period to go from, say, Wednesday to Saturday to fill the content board. Xavier Fowler, X, would Hutchie ever consider doing footy commentary again? Listen to him on a replay of the famous Essendon v North comeback match. 69 points down Essendon. Has a great voice and brings excitement. I loved you commentating too, I think. <laughs> you did not. Yes, I did. We've discussed this before. No, I wasn't I wasn't a great commentator, Xavier, but thank you for the for the mention. You were pretty young when you did it, weren't you? Yep. And I to be honest, I loved it at the time, but like everybody, you, you got a man's gotta know his limit a person's gotta know their limitations. <laughs> I that was the period when you called um Eddie Had Stadium as it uh, or Marvel Stadium as it now is uh, Death Valley. Yep. And Kerry Stokes got involved, and yeah, little little uh, little holiday. Thanks for running that, running through that again. <laughs> That's why I'm talking about that. Uh, what do we got here? Tim Smith email. What news platform do you check first to try to find the most unbiased factual report of a world political issue? Asking in the wake of the most insane and disinformation campaigns over the last few weeks. For me, it's the ABC. To Hutchie's chagrin, I'm sure. But interested to know what you guys think. P.S. I started a small distillery business this year and included a DrinkWise logo on the label for all our products, thanks to your sponsorship and promotion of their excellent calls on your podcast. So bravo to you. Thanks, Tim, for doing that for DrinkWise. And can I ask anyone else out there who might be doing similar, small distillery business or small winery or whatever it may be, to, to join us in this. If you want to give a little nod to the sounding board, then please use the DrinkWise messaging around your own products. Um, I'll let you ask the question uh, first, Tim. Tim, I... I hate to answer it this way, but I don't have full faith in any outlet anymore, ever. Um, again, I'll make my own judgments on each particular issue at that point in time, but I don't have a go-to organisation for, for matters. I think, I think there's bias absolutely everywhere, and sometimes it's coming at both angles of bias of a particular organisation's reporting, and it often comes down to the individual, and then you bring in the social team itself, don't you, Hachi? And, and those individuals on social media teams can have own biases and how they present stories. Yep. So I don't want to be defeatist on it, but it just gets back to the wider conversations Tim, we regularly have about media. It's, it's just changed and it's not necessarily, in fact, it's not for the better. Stop looking for a unicorn, Tim. Yeah. Unbiased coverage. Just consume everyone's and form your own view. And it's very hard to consume the ABCs because they've restricted themselves on Twitter. <laughs> on X. Jack Lancaster email, I've been listening to the podcast called Killed, which talks about news stories that are killed before publication by editors for whatever reason. Have you experienced this much over the years? Particularly, do you think there have been elements of this with respect to Clayton Oliver with the report this of his behaviour has been going on for a few years? I'll, I'll work backwards, Jack. I, I don't think there's anything to do with um, Clayton Oliver. I mean, people people always after the event claim to know more than they did at the time, and that's just, uh, I think, human habit. Uh 
the Killed series. Someone, one of our listeners referred us to this about a year ago, I think. And I listened to one episode. I thought it was okay. I was done by halfway through the second episode. I felt it was, if I'm thinking of the same um, podcast series, I and I don't listen to a lot of podcasts, I thought it was very, very self-indulgent. And I couldn't be bothered with the, the battle. Um, look, it might be of interest to some people like yourself, obviously, but I was done with it. And I just reckon if the story's there to write, write it or publish it. Don't don't hide behind authorities telling you you can't do it. You can usually get it to the line if you if you if you're absolutely committed to it and you know it's right. Can't you, Hutchie? Yep, I agree. Is there one to finish? Is there, uh, there's an Uber one there from is Lachlan it? Smith. On the Where's next page. that one? How far down? There it is, Lachlan Smith. Not actually a question, but it's a story on Uber versus taxi. After listening to this, sorry, after listening to last week's pod, I ordered an Uber home on Friday night. When the Uber arrived, I was surprised to see a silver top taxi. Not of the run-of-the-mill taxi, but the higher-end model. And the vehicle was a Holden Caprice. Inspired by Hutchie last week, I quizzed the driver on what was going on. Despite us ordering him through Uber, I was strongly... He was strongly encouraging us in future to order through 1-3 cabs. As the drivers get a higher split, the company is Australian-owned, looks after their drivers much better than they'll price-match Uber. You're onto yes, this. Yes, 27% we worked out last week versus if you own the cab, tab, you keep the keep the funds. So if you don't own the cab, of course, there's a split that's, be, that's somewhere between zero and 27. I'll find that out too in, in my travels, don't worry. <laughs> Has it happened to you since? But 27% on Uber. Not since. No. I wonder whether the algorithms notice me as a cynic or a critic. or. But I haven't seen this report anywhere, Damo. No, I, I expected so your you revelations last week. Maybe it was cup week and, and you won't. Maybe yep. maybe we've got to get it a cup week. So maybe this will be reported next week. This will bob up sometime in November. It's not as exciting as Michael Clark and Jade and Pip and Carl and Bailey Smith, is it? It's not as important as that. It's not. No, not this week anyway. Hashtag Australian bitters. Okay, that was the sounding board <laughs> Australian questions. Australian bitters. Yeah. But drink wise, <laughs> if you're choosing to drink, choose to drink wise. Thanks for listening to the Sounding Board Questions with Hachi and Damo. Send us your questions via Twitter or Facebook at Sounding Board EP. Hit the sign up button on Facebook to receive our weekly email and subscribe to, rate and review the show wherever you listen to podcasts.